0: Wait, what? Condos could appreciate 24% this year? What year is this? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Duke Pod where we talk about real estate stories. We are bringing you live, exciting, what I think is to be exciting (laughs) news from the real estate world, but from Ex- specifically, stories that we are a part of basically, or we've seen or we've heard something that happened in our lives. We, as the real estate team, we as the real estate agents, uh, have gone through something, and uh, you know, we bring that information to you guys to inform you guys, to have some fun with it, and so forth. So, one of the things that uh, you know, I'm going to talk about today. And I haven't been as active in this podcast recently just because I've been doing that 75 Hard program I've told you guys about where I really work out a lot and um, stay on a diet, uh, I have to read books. So I haven't done as many podcasts before, but now things are going to be a little different. I'm going to try to keep it on par. I actually wrote down some of the uh, ideas I had about podcast episodes, and I have like four, I think, pretty good episodes coming up. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about something I learned about, uh, well, to be honest, I think when you look at real estate and uh, here in Ontario, especially South Ontario in the GTA, Greater Toronto Area, the pandemic has uh, actually caused a shift and has actually enhanced and really skyrocketed the prices of homes here in the GTA. However, it hasn't actually skyrocketed the price of all real estate but most real estate that's really what we're going to talk about today. Uh, And you will see that there are some good indications of why the condominiums, uh, I think basically from the downtown core of the city of Toronto to other parts of uh, smaller towns are going to really pick up either in demand or in value or both as it is a supply and demand market. Just because the prices are so high now, in uh, most of the big cities and even the smaller cities like for example uh I think I told you guys about an investment that one of my clients bought uh last year in sorry not last year but um in Niagara Falls just uh, 2 months ago and you know that house that they bought for 500,000 was 240,000 by the current uh sellers that you know they they'll actually gain possession of that house this week and uh you know that was for 240,000s. So that means that houses, very basic houses in the Niagara Falls, which, you know, I think in general is an area that most people did not look into going, but that's kind of the trend. Most people did not look into living in smaller cities. Um, you know, uh, like Niagara Falls or Welland. These cities are really going to be picking up in value just because the prices are so high. So a lot of people have moved and Uh, That brings up another question as to why I think the condominium market is uh, going to be increasing in value. So let's get into this. So what what you guys have to understand is that in 2020, uh, when the first pandemic, wave of the pandemic, the first wave hit us back in March 2020, I think slowed down in the real estate perspective. However, shortly after that, everything picked up. So prices picked up. And once it got to like November, October, November of the end of 2020, just a few months ago, all of a sudden the demand got really, really high for homes and supply was like, uh, normally there's like a three month supply of homes and there was like a half a month supply, two week supply of homes, which basically means if let's say there are normally, let's say let's say there are 1500 homes on the market. And uh, on average 500 homes sells per month so that means there's three months supply right 500 500 500 is 1500 500 per month so what that was what I'm essentially saying is that there was like 250 homes on the market that everyone was competing for instead of 1,500 <laughs> you can see how things got a little crazy so by by the end of 2019 to where we are right now the GTA residential home prices a lot of the uh, pre uh, a lot of the um, condo townhouses and a lot of the condos really um, have increased in value but the residential freehold homes have gone up in value like 30 percent I had to make a YouTube video for a little bit of content and for my networking group on uh, every Friday I have a networking group which is great. Uh, especially if uh, you know you meet a lot of people with different trades and a lot of times your clients uh, may mention they need something you have those contacts and also sometimes you get a lot of extra business because people refer some clients your end and what I ultimately did is I want to talk about the condo market I was doing a little bit of research so I'll post a link uh, in the description of the podcast episode you can watch the YouTube video of my thoughts about the condo market And uh, when I was doing a little bit of research, um, you know, I looked around different areas. I looked at some stats in the Toronto market, in Mississauga, Milton. And I came up with a very interesting statistic. And it's not from me. It's actually from our friends at precondo.ca. They made reference to a graph that someone else posted on Twitter. I looked at the graph. So precondo.ca is a... they they are a website that uh, tries to sell condo units from the builder to the clients so they're sales agents they work with us uh, with cloud realty Uh, we're friends but you know they're their own uh, sales agents they're their own team but uh, the graph that as you can see on the youtube video shows that over the last uh, year and a half the sales in the condo market have been fluctuating so in uh, the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020, when it started becoming a seller's market, condos were also selling very, very well. Now, once the pandemic hit uh, the first one in March of 2020, there started to become new trends where people didn't need to work in the downtown core. They didn't need to work at their offices so they can now move away from their small little condos, Uh, their little townhouses or their tiny little homes in the greater Toronto central area. And they could live in smaller cities where they can get a lot bigger bang for their buck. They can get homes with backyards. And uh, basically the trend was to move away from the city. So I believe I saw a statistic that like the city of Toronto uh, shrunk like 50,000 in population. And that has a lot to do with it. So other smaller towns have gained a lot in appreciation. And what the graph was showing is that back in uh, the beginning of 2020, there's a leaner, uh, leaner uh, uh, in in a chart, a leaner amount of, of condos that are being sold over asking. So that means over 60% of condos were being sold over asking at the beginning of 2020. Once the pandemic hit, then it was down to like 20%. So like. Uh, there were there was not as much competition for condos and in fact that was true for the whole 2020 year basically the demand for downtown for centralized condos was generally not that high especially in the downtown core uh, because it doesn't make sense right there's not as many people that need to live downtown uh therefore they don't need those condos and in fact the people that needed to live downtown now they want they can live in like niagara falls or Brantford or Kitchener or Barry and they could just work remotely so they can have a house they can have a townhouse they have a backyard whatever right now what the graph ends up showing is that at the beginning of 2021 the same numbers that uh, at the beginning of 2020 were condos in downtown and greater Toronto area were selling very highly and over 60% of them were getting multiple offers or sold over asking that same statistic has came back so it's returned so now right now the condo market is booming and my first inclination is this has to make sense that the demand for condos is going to come back for two main reasons one is that there's a huge price discrepancy between the average freehold home and the average condo price so in pre-condo where pre-condo comes into play is they had a graph which i also put in the video that shows that the average uh, freehold detached home, let's say in Toronto is over, is like 1.66 million. And the average condo is like 650,000, something like that. So you'll see that if you run the numbers, that the prices of freehold homes are two and a half times more expensive than the average condo. Historically, that has only been two times more expensive. So what that means is that there's still a gap of a 0.5 difference. If you break it down into uh, 0.5s, right? 2.5 has 5.5s. Bear with me. So my guess right there is that uh, the value of condos is 20% undervalued right now or, the demand for condo living because people can no longer afford freehold homes they like some people are just going to be priced out that's the big picture is that as the market has increased 30 percent some people will no longer be able to afford what they thought they could afford because other people are buying them faster and they're spending more money so they're priced out so let's say you want to live in toronto and maybe you could have afforded something for 1.2 1.2 million well maybe in tw- at the beginning of 2020 that was possible but now that thing for 1.2 million is like 1.5 million and if you don't have the budget for it you can either a buy something in a different area or B you can get a condo in the area or a condo townhouse so a lot of people are gonna be priced out of the categories and the homes that they wish they could afford and the the only natural thing left to do is to buy a condominium because that is only 600,000 or 700,000 compared to a 1.5 1.6 1.7 million dollar house in the average area of the city of Toronto the same things for Mississauga Mississauga homes are like on average 1.25 million in Milton the average freehold home is like over a million that includes townhouses Uh, You know, I've literally seen townhouses sell for over a million dollars So what pre-condo said is that there's a 20% gap between where the prices could be and If Mm -hmm. if that's true, the demand Mm -hmm. could uh, Bring that price. That means that these condos will appreciate in 20% so what I'm telling you guys is That it's probably a good idea to invest in a condo if you can Especially if you're a first-time home buyer, because at the end of the day, there's not really much else you can afford unless you literally live in Thunder Bay, um, or you know in a different part of Canada. Um, alternatively, if you're an investor, you should invest in a condo. Now, in saying, I'm not saying it's not like some kind of like magic words. I'm telling you guys like invest in a new condo, uh, you'll be great. Um, if you can afford, if you have a higher budget, like seven, eight hundred thousand. Can still buy something in Hamilton, Kitchener. You can buy duplexes if you want to invest. You can buy a standard house, right? However, what I'm telling you guys is like, if let's say you are a first time home buyer or you haven't bought a home and you have some money, if you buy a condo right now, even if that's not in the area that you want to live in, don't live in it, just rent it out. But if a 400 Or let's say a $600,000 condo you can buy that or a $500,000 condo or $400,000 condo depending on which city you can buy that if what I'm saying is true then a $500,000 condominium right now will be worth north of $600,000 at the end of this year or sometime next year so if you just bought a condominium put your down payment into a condominium And did not even live in it but rented it let's say you broke even on the rent or or you even were down like a hundred bucks or two you will net around a hundred thousand dollars if this if what I'm saying is true so it doesn't matter who you are if you've bought a couple properties or you don't have any properties one of the only ways to make real money in life especially here in, the, in, in Canada, in, in Ontario, is through real estate, right? Like the, obviously people have made money in various ways. They own companies, the stocks, whatever. But people, even if you read uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, I did that review last episode. Um, he will say that he's made a lot of money through real estate, through flipping real estate, and through holding and then upgrading real estate. So let's put it this way let's say you get a condo for 400,000 in a smaller city so one of the better cities to get these condos I would recommend to you guys Kitchener Waterloo Niagara Falls Brantford Bowmanville uh, Barry and surrounding area so right now there's a condominium going for selling Barrie for 400,000 with parking you know if you can get your hands on one of those units And let's say you only need to put down like 5% down or 10% down, or that's all the money you have, or you don't even have all that money, but you and a friend can go together on one unit or your mom could help you borrow uh, some money that these are the only ways you're going to get into the market. And then you're going to make a lot of money. So if next year comes around and these are actually worth your 500,000 condos worth 600,000, you can then you then have options, right? So you can hold on to it for as long as you want, right? Uh, it's up to you. Now let's say you had to put um, fifty thousand down. Uh, so ten percent of six of uh, five hundred thousand is fifty thousand. Let's say there's some uh, you know some other fees, whatever. So you have to put sixty thousand dollars on a five hundred thousand dollar condo as your down payment. Now a year later, it's worth six hundred thousand. So if you were to sell that, you now have your original fifty thousand plus your hundred thousand. You now have one hundred fifty thousand in equity. I understand there's some uh, real estate fees and stuff like that, um, but we're just gonna we're just gonna keep it easy because I remember I told you that they could have gone twenty percent. So it should really be more like, um, you know, some a lot of these units could be up one hundred twenty thousand, something like that. But what I'm telling you guys is. You may not have 20% down for uh, that 800,000, or let's say that $700,000 house you always wanted, but if you purchased a condo right now and it went up a hundred thousand you may then after a year have150,000 to then upgrade the home that you want. You can gain maybe you get a detached home, maybe a townhouse, a freehold townhouse, you eliminate condo fees, maybe you get higher cash flow into the building. And you you know you will put yourself in a position to a own real estate and to have a chance to increase the your overall net worth by just riding it out with the market now obviously if you can afford a freehold home if you're listening to this and you were like okay yeah I can just buy a house for 1.5 million no obviously don't buy a condo but what this is for a lot of first-time homebuyers and investors that have low budgets you still have a chance to get something so you guys have two options, especially if you're a first-time homebuyer. One, qualify for a mortgage, buy something on the market, and either live in it or rent it out. Pretty simple. Uh that will probably get you where you want to be in the long run if you hold hold it. So buy and hold. Second option is you could also buy a pre construction condo. So you go to a builder, uh they're you know, a building is gonna go up. Here are the prices you say okay I can afford this now the difference with pre construction is that you don't actually need to be able to afford a mortgage right now because you're buying something a unit the rights to a unit in three to four years from now in three to four years it will be built now that could be a very good option for a lot of first-time home buyers. almost something I'd recommend especially if uh, you know you just want to sink your money to something And you're almost for sure going to make money the way real estate has gone Uh, I'm not going to guarantee it but it's almost like a guarantee so give you guys a quick example Uh, myself myself and a couple clients bought in Waterdown which is a city that is not it's up-and-coming city it's a nice city Uh, it's actually become expensive it's more expensive than Hamilton but back in 2019 they launched uh, their first uh, condominium it's a series of four buildings that are going to be built right on Dundas. So I bought a unit a couple of my clients bought units and that unit that I bought was 300,000 in 2019 of March. Now the, this company from new horizon, the building is called trend. The builders called new horizon. They launched their third building just literally last month in March of 2021. And my exact unit that I bought for 300,000 even is now or was now sold at 421,000, which means that the value, the current value of my unit is at least $421,000, which means that my, by me giving the builder 45,000 in 2019, AKA my deposit and then doing nothing, not doing anything at all, just waiting for it to be built. I've already made 121,000 on the unit. And so did everyone else that bought a unit then. But also everyone else that bought a pre-construction in 2019 also made money. And I think everyone that buys pre-construction now is going to make money. So don't delay. Get your hands on a unit in whatever way you can. Just don't forget you don't need to live there. But you need to make money through real estate as soon as possible.